0: Welcome to the Christian Bible Study Ministry Podcast. I hope that this episode finds you blessed. And I hope that uh, if you don't realize that you're blessed, I hope that by the end of this message that you will realize that you are blessed. And I know that with a lot of the stuff going on in the world, it might seem uh, kind of hard to realize that you are But if you are a Christian, you are already blessed. Remember, because you have the blood of Jesus Christ covering you. Today, uh, in this particular program, I want to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 8, the entire chapter. It is a subject that has been on my mind for a little bit, and... It is something that I kind of run into and see a lot of uh, in the people around me. And it is basically, what are you willing to set aside to avoid offending people? And if if you are willing to set aside something to avoid offending your brethren, then that also means, more importantly, that you are willing to surrender that thing to God so first corinthians 8 what offends your brother turn to first corinthians chapter 8 now about food sacrificed to idols we know that we all possess knowledge knowledge puffs up but love builds up the man who thinks he knows something does not yet know as he ought to know but the man who loves God is known by God you know sometimes we think we know things you know uh, we love to learn and this is good we want to know things and it is good however if you know if you're not careful we can we can get an ego about it we think that we know but we, in doing this, do not build up anything other than our own sense of superiority. Hey, I know this, I know better, I know better than you do, or whatever. You know, however, if we do not have this attitude, we can more have the attitude of love. Love prevents the puffing up that Paul speaks of. We still have our love of knowledge, but we admit that we do not know everything. If you think you know everything you do not know everything because you have yet to learn that you do not know everything someone always knows something you do not but in contrast we see that God knows those who love him and of course we know that God knows everything and he is the only person in the universe who can make that claim in truth You think you might know you're not, you know, you think your knowledge is correct and sufficient and is so sufficient that you can disregard other people's thoughts and opinions and convictions. You have set yourself as superior to the the other person. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. The, you know, the knowledge that, you know, knowledge puffs up. It doesn't really do anything to elevate you. It makes you think you are elevated and superior. But love builds up. It builds up not only yourself, but the other person, too. Verse 4. So then, about eating food sacrificed to idols we know that an idol is nothing at all in the world and that there is no god but one for even if there are so-called gods whether in heaven or on earth as indeed there are many gods and many lords yet for yet for us there is but one god the father from whom all things came and for whom we all and for whom we live And there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things came and through whom we live. But not everyone knows this. Some people are still so accustomed to idols that when they eat such food, they think of it as having been sacrificed to an idol. And since their conscience is weak, it is defiled. Sometimes Christians do not have as much knowledge as they need, and so they may see something as sinful, even if there is nothing wrong with it. Uh, they have such a strong reaction to whatever it is that they cannot take part in it. It offends their conscience. Their conscience is weak, and therefore they feel they sin when they do certain activities. This is something that people need to understand. You might think something or think and know something that's not wrong, but somebody else who does not have the full know- the the amount of knowledge that you do, they think of something as sin. And so we need to be careful with this you know everyone in Paul's time we it mentions idols here everyone in Paul's time was familiar with idol worship it was everywhere you know there were all kinds of temples and other things other places that were dedicated to worship of certain deities uh, Diana Artemis whatever whoever you know whatever the names of these different Deities were. Uh, idols, of course, are only physical objects. They're man-made. They're nothing more than man-made objects. They are nothing. But God, you know, God is the only and one God. He is the creator of all things and the source of life. So we know that there are no Other gods these are merely objects that have been made by man but you know these other Christians might not fully comprehend that they are so accustomed to idol worship that they may see something that uh, or they may have seen something that was offered to an idol as As that as food that was offered to an idol, and there it would therefore be wrong for them to uh, eat it. Verse eight. But food does not bring us near to God. We are no worse if we do not eat, and no better if we do. Be careful, however, that the exercise of your freedom does not become a stumbling block to the weak. For if anyone with a weak conscience sees you have sees you who have this knowledge eating in an idol's temple, won't he be emboldened to eat what has been sacrificed to idols? So this weak brother for whom Christ died is destroyed by your knowledge. When you sin against excuse me when you sin against your brothers in this way and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if what I eat causes my brother to fall into sin, I will never eat meat again so that I will not cause them to fall and here is an awesome statement even our brothers and sisters who have a weak conscience are are still our brethren we need to remember this they are our brethren and we need to treat them as such and be mindful of them we must take care not to influence them into doing that which they feel is wrong for when they do those things they do something that they feel is wrong and their conscience bothers them you know when we have the attitude that since we know we are not sinning and we refuse to act that out in love we cause others to sin as paul said knowledge puffs up we let our knowledge of christian liberty puff us up to the point where we get offended at the notion that it might be best if we acted in the consideration of our weaker brethren. You know, if you know someone who thinks alcohol is a sin, be mindful of their feelings. You know, don't drink it in front of them. Don't mention drinking it because it is going to offend them. You know, if you know someone who thinks eating meat is a sin, be mindful of that too. Don't go out of your way to, uh, you know, if you're having a meal, don't go out of their way to throw it in their face. You know, oh, hey, I'm eating meat, you know. Don't influence them to do things that they think are wrong. Uh, You know, basically, if you know someone has a problem with something and, and thinks it is wrong and yet you do it anyway, you know, what would have been right is now wrong because you have caused them offense or you have caused them to sin, rather. You sin against Christ when you cause a brother or sister to stumble. And two, this is also, it is a matter of pride, pridefulness that we have. Uh, It would be kind of like if I know someone is coming over to my house and they find certain things offensive, I should not, you know, if I really care about that person's attitude, you know, if I care about their fellowship with me, then I need to make sure that whatever might cause them offense is not to be seen when they arrive. Some people would say, oh, it's my house. If they don't like it, they can leave. You know, that's putting yourself and your own pride above your relationship with that other Christian. And, you know, ultimately it puts you, it puts something in the way of your relationship with Christ too. Because it says here that, Uh, When we do this, we we sin against Christ. It's not even ultimately against the other person. It's against, ultimately, Jesus Christ that we sin when we do these things. And, you know, I don't want to be... I, I certainly do not want to be known as a prideful person. You know, I want to try to do what I can to maintain a proper and healthy fellowship with my fellow believers... Because we need each other in this world, you know, we don't need to have divisions in our relationships, you know, it says here that what we just read love builds up knowledge puffs up, we need to have things that are built, you know, we need to have love, we need to exercise love, which is the only way that we can build up our relationships with other Christians. We need to build them up and as we build them up we are also building ourselves up so there are times in our lives where we need to determine uh, if we need to examine how our choices affect other people And it's something that, unfortunately, you know, a lot of people are just prideful about. Oh, I don't, oh, they don't like what I'm doing, They can. that's tough, they can leave, you know. That is an immature and, you know, childish attitude to have. And how much better our relationships would be if we were to take into consideration the feelings of other Christians. You know, it's like, hey, if I, if I know that uh, somebody has a problem with uh, uh, drinking alcohol, I'm not going to go mention it to them. That, uh, I'm not going to go say, oh, oh, hey, I had a bottle of wine last night because that's what caused problems with that person. So it's not worth it to me to mention that, you know, mention whatever behavior I might have that they find offensive. Because it's just gonna do nothing but cause division, you see. So this is again, I will this cannot be stressed enough. We need to be mindful of how our actions of influence the believers around us, those believers who might not be as mature as we are in our understanding of the word. You know, in a way they're kind of like children, you know. Jesus said, Hey. Who, you know, Jesus did not look highly on people who offended or caused harm to children, you know. Uh, So we need to be protective of our weaker, our our spiritually weaker brethren. And uh, this will end, you know, we'll close out this program with a prayer. Uh, Father, I hope that anybody who has listened to this, I hope that uh, they have been blessed and I hope that if anybody uh, sees, uh, hears this program, I hope that they will. I hope that they will realize their need for salvation in Jesus Christ. You know, Lord, you died for us. You rose from the dead. You paid for our sins. You are the one and only God, as we have read here in your Word today. You are the way. There are no other gods. Again, as we have read in your word today, Jesus Christ is the sole means by which we have redemption and reconciliation with you. There is no other way. And it's in Jesus' name I pray this. Amen.